You're all I ever hoped for. You're everything I'll ever need. You are so beautiful to me. <laughs> the most terrifying sound in all the world. Welcome back, America, the universe, all of Alpha Centauri. Uh, where are we at? We had Japan, Italy, that's all the world, right? Um, the moon, Mexico. the moon. The Mexico, the that's Dominican Republic, all, all the parts of here and there and everywhere. Happy Dead Day, folks. We've got a doozy for you. It is a doozy for you. This week in the Walking Dead universe, we've got two what could have been incredibly awesome episodes. One from The Walking Dead and the other from Fear, The Walking Dead. But the writers suck. We hate them. We want to pounce on them. I said for fear, Angela Kang would never treat me like this. She would never do this to me. No, no, they would not. This week, it is basically the Negan and John show, which we love. Um, uh, we're, we're talking the last episode or the season finale of season 10 of The Walking Dead, which was entitled... Good Give job. Dead air on the mic. Give me a second. Here's Negan. Yeah. And the return of Fear the Walking Dead, which was season six, episode seven, entitled. It was episode eight. It was the door. It's seven. It's eight. It's seven. It's eight. It's seven. It's eight. Okay, maybe it's eight. We'll see. Go to the videotape. Okay, so season eight. Anyway, the title was The Door. And. Um, the cold opening this week, which will probably not be a video because we'll tell you what's happening and why I just mentioned the word video. Um, eight. It was okay. So it was eight. You happy? So yeah. it was eight. So, um, you messed me up. What was I saying? It was about John. It wasn't really about John. Oh, and here's Negan, um, the comic book fans finally got all that they wanted to hear, which was they got the Here's Negan comic, and then we see the beginning of how Negan became Negan and the Saviors, but we don't really see him begin the Saviors. Um, rumor has it that there will be some sort of Negan spinoff. We'll see if that's going to happen. But we do see the beginning of Negan before he became the uh, famous murdering psycho that he became and his other transformations to the point where he's everyone's favorite. But in it, we hear him sing this song, Joe Cocker's, You Are So Beautiful to Me. And he was singing that to his wife. What's her name? 
Wow, really? What's the name of the bat? Dead air. Dead air, people. Let's go. Come on, come on. Lucio. 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 What was the song you sung? You are so beautiful. Oh my gosh. To me. Ooh, no. No, let's try it again. Let's try it again. One, two, three. You, you are, are so beautiful. To me. Can't you see? Oh. You're everything I'd hope for. Sing with me. You're everything I ever need. Want to go in there? You are so beautiful to me. Okay, stop. 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 Or else I have to cut and, and run to an interview. So, but anyway, man, I should have had the camera on the other side. You listening can't see. I, because this is not the good side, especially with the tooth missing kind of thing happening. Oh, and this is my good side. Because like I said, I've realized that my nose is crooked. And it, and goes, nose crooked. it goes this way. So, right here, all of this. Beautiful. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, let's get into here's Negan. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you why I like this. Because the way they wrote it and directed this episode, it was a really good transition to watching Negan turn from what he is to what he becomes. Remember how, you know, we're always talking. I said now, today, there we see a lot of things where um, the men on television are weak and they're stupid and all the women are the ones carrying a gun and these you know pro women and all the other good stuff but then they in order to do that they had to weaken the men and it started like the early 2000s when they were really doing that but now we have the new new guys on the block and some of these tv shows who are weakening it they have these what they call quote unquote strong female characters which makes no sense it's an it's like What's that word that I always like to use? Strong female lead. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Anyway, so, um, and generally today when you look at these young men on movies and TV shows and hero shows or so-and-so, they can't do anything. And even when it comes to time to stand up and do what you're supposed to do and do your manly thing and, and be that protective type of person over those women and children that you love, they always seem to whimper and weak out and go, oh, I don't want to do it, but I have to. And then the whole movie or show ends with them still being weak people. Um, which is why I love, as I said last week about uh, Superman and Lois, where it's changed, but we get to see Negan do Negan thing. Go on, because I know you want to say something about the Negan thing. No. What do you mean? You have nothing to say about Negan? Um, well, some I just saw this tweet and it was like, well, trauma and something else shouldn't lead to a villain arc. Yes. Yes. You're right. You are 100% right. But as a character, it's interesting. And I understand his villain arc. Right. But he's a changed man. It's, you know, he has to bring out that type of person that he was that, you know what, no. 
I realized that I need to be a little bit more, I need to fight back against you. Now, does that mean he has to go and kill people now? No. It just means that he needs to stand up for himself. True. But as as as, as we were talking last night at the end of uh, um, the door episode, what I said was I understood what happened in that episode. It still didn't make any sense and made me angry. We'll talk about that when we get in to John after we take a break and give you all some good information or some new information. So what happens then is... I understand it, and certain things do propel you to change, and that's what happened with Negan, you know. And uh, what we missed, what we didn't hear, we were watching uh, the Not Bro guys, uh, Not Bro Nation, and we were watching a reaction video. We we should do a reaction video. We should do a reaction video. Um, and we heard on the radio that the zombie outbreak comes right after Lucille finds out she has cancer. Yeah. So what we start out with is the episode starts out with Carol saying, um, she's going outside the wire, outside the wire. She's going outside the gates to go do something. And Negan's inside the place. And so, you know, he's looking at, uh, uh, what's her face? Who's giving him the, the ugly eye. The Maggie. Maggie giving him the, uh, what's that eye your, your sisters used to say all the time? Imani always said, um, the stink eye. <laughs> She was Maggie giving him the stink eye, and so Carol decided, you know what, let me go take him for a walk. And she goes, hey, hey, what, I forgot what name she said. She was like, good morning to this lady that was standing next to him. And I was like, that is disrespectful. You couldn't even say good morning. <laughs> nothing to Negan. He gets nothing. And so um, Carol takes him out for a little walk, and they talk a little bit. And he's like, oh, thank you for taking me out. And then she takes him to this nice little cabin that he was staying at at one point. Or something like that, and gets inside, and then when he gets there, she starts telling him he might not, he might have to move, or something like that. She right? Was like, On the way walking, is that what she said? No, she wasn't talking. He was talking, and then he was like, "Do you know this place or something like that?" And she, she was like, "Yeah." Yeah, well, he was saying something that he was like going to be moving out. No. No. Okay, because I, I, his reaction to, "Oh, you you went ahead and moved my stuff," mm-hmm. or she said that. He said that. Yeah, and then you said the look on his face was... I don't know. I just feel like he looked so sad when he opened the door and all of his stuff was there. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, after all this, I you're still treating me like I'm the same person that I was before. Right. And after all this is true, because we know Negan from before when Rick was alive, after the war. Then we know Negan from the Whisperer War, and we see that he's changed. And it's many, many years later, and so Negan's kind of old now, you know, fighting and beating people up. So, is, yes. Yes, in, he's changed. He's changed. Yes, in general, I am a Negan apologist, okay? A Negan apologist. That's just the way it is. He's been through a lot. A lot. And he didn't suddenly just decide to start being aggressive and murdering people because he just wanted to. He was like, well, you know what? I've had enough people hurt me. <laughs> you know what? Like, like, there, there's a reason why he did it. And I understand why he did it. Again, I don't condone him killing now. I don't want him to do it, but I would understand why he does it now. Right. 
I would love for him to just be a farmer dude living in Alexandria, having a peaceful life, a new wife, maybe two or three kids, a dog, you know, something maybe, happy. Maybe he can adopt dog. No, 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 no. That 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 would be wrong. <laughs> I was going to say pause it, but then I have to cut what I just pointed over there. And then when we get to the John episode. <gasps> <laughs> yes. Only you who are now hearing this just heard everything that we were just doing. We're actually recording a video. And back to you, Jared. With the yes, news. right back to you. So while all that was going on, you actually got to hear that because we did not pause the broadcast. So... There you go. <laughs> so we'll get into why we were videotaping something in a second. So yeah, I like it and I like the fact that we've seen Negan at this point. And so, you know, for him to feel like it's unfair for me to be treated like this, especially since I help you defeat it. I help you defeat the whispers. Mm -hmm. But we now also as a viewer have to also not look at this as we know his arc. But we also have to view this from the other side of the table where He's, uh, as they all know who he is. Mm -hmm. Here's this monster and we let him loose. He burnt down. He was part of them burning down Hilltop, although he didn't know that was supposed to happen. Yeah. But he also helped defeat the Whispers and he helped everybody else. And, and now he was, he's back and helping to rebuild. He was helping before that. This man has been losing since the show began. Right. He, he was helping he, even when he was in prison. Yes, uh, but then after that, when they were moving, and Judith ran off after Dog into the snow, guess who went and got her? Right, he went and saved Judith and bring Briskin her. frostbite and pneumonia and everything else. Absolutely. For someone else's child and for a dog. For somebody else's child and a dog, and he became a very good friend to, to Judith and yes. helped her with her math and a lot of other stuff. And, and they like, actually okay, became friends. If this child... <laughs> can get over, well not get over, but you know, like forgive him for what he's done, then why can't you as an adult do the same? Now my problem is, we all know this and everybody knows that they don't really, really trust him, but he is still helping to rebuild. But now that Maggie's back, this is going to open up some new wounds. And I fear that Maggie's presence is not only going to open up new wounds, but it's going to turn back to what he said about him in the whispers. And we said, it's not going to take long yeah. for them to turn around and go, oh, here's a bad guy we need to take care of. I mean, then you might as well just become a bad guy. Yeah. So, you know, I think with Maggie being here, she's going to bring up some old, open up some old wounds. And again, my issue with Maggie that I'm very mad about this is that, yeah, we want to bring Maggie back. We want to bring back Glenn's son. We already know that Maggie left after Glenn. But Glenn's death happened a long time before Maggie took off. At least a couple of weeks or a month or so before Maggie took off because her issue was they were going to overthrow Rick. Mm -hmm. And then he was She's in jail. out of pocket for a while now. Right. <laughs> and then Negan's thrown into jail while life is still going on. Right. While life is still going on. And then she took off with the lady who, who was buying records. And so she's been gone. And if we look at it, it's been at least, as we've said before in the show, at least eight years. Since she's been gone, Judith was a baby. Judith is now like toting a gun and a sword, killing folk. Mm -hmm. 
So I think it's going to open up some old wounds. But it was really good to see the growth of how Negan became Negan. And um, poor guy was just a high school teacher. Yeah. And then he beat up some guy that had kids that went to school. Yes, he beat up a guy who had kids who went to school. And that was because him and his wife were... Was it... You are so beautiful. Their favorite song to it dance might have to. Been that, yeah. Yeah, they they would go he to was playing. And he was being really loud and obnoxious. He's being very loud and obnoxious, and they asked him to be quiet, or at least Lucille asked him to be quiet. Nicely. Nicely. And he was like, no. Yeah, and so that led um, high school gym teacher Negan to go and talk to the guy, and which I don't know if you've seen gym teachers. I don't know how it was back in the day. My gym teacher but... in seventh grade was kind of thick. My gym, my gym teachers were always healthy sizes. Yeah. Like, like you'd go to the doctor and be like, okay, this is the average size. This is what they were. And they weren't exactly, you know, no muscles. So to get beat up by your gym teacher, for me, would be like full on death. Yes, my, my seventh grade gym teacher was a, uh, he, he, even, he was short, but he was a stocky dude that looked like he can eat, eat iron for, for breakfast. Even breakfast. my elementary school teacher, he was Italian. He was on the older side, and I was like, this man has muscle. He's built. He will throw you across a football field. Try something. <laughs> yes. And so... Here it is, the gym teacher Negan walks over, you know, to go up and, you know, to a, his, his wife's honor is kind of at stake. Well, not his honor is at stake, but, you know, she, homeboy was kind of rude. And they asked him just to be quiet and just said, you know, you owe me 50 cents or something else like that. And the guy was like, and Negan beat the crap out of him. And then took a dollar. Took a dollar. And played the song twice. 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 How's that for poetic justice? I would have done the same thing. Me too. And so then he got a record because he beat a guy up. Unfortunately, he had a kid in the school. The co the guy that he beat up, yeah. Yeah, he had a kid inside the school, and so the parents didn't like it. And so Negan was now freshly out of a job. And we haven't See, figured I out... I wouldn't have fired him. Now, we don't know what his what Lucille was doing for a living, but they had a decent-sized house, and they had a Mustang, but the house was unfinished. They had, like, an unfinished basement. I don't know what they were doing down there, but we didn't really see the inside of the house. We just saw them going downstairs to the basement area. Mm -hmm. And so they time-jumped, they time-jumped, they time-jumped, they time-jumped all over the place. We're not going to remember, because we don't remember how many years it was, but... Altogether, how many years you would think they time jumped backwards? 14, 13, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So we'll tell the story forward instead of backwards, backwards, and backwards. It was like, what is that movie I liked? Where they had the three dream level? Inception. Inception, right. It was like, they kept going deep and deep. So what we have is Negan gets into this fight. He loses his job. His wife is the breadwinner. Um, she's only working right now, and he's at Which home. I mean, where was she working? Because I just, again, we didn't address that. And the fact she just picked up a gun the way she did, I mean. Yeah. 
And so, we, we, like I said, we're going to tell the story forward from the time that we this all starts yeah. pre pre apocalypse to this. So he's so he's home. He has no job, and uh, we catch Negan in his pre Negan style cussing out some kid in a multiplayer game. A twelve year old. <laughs> a 12-year-old. Hey, let me tell you something. If you ever played a live game on Xbox with some people, and even little kids, man, they got some miles and they are really ruthless. I'm going to leak your IP address. What? (laughs) They're crazy. So, yeah, I'm not knocking them. And his wife, are you talking to a little kid? He's like, he's a teenager. It doesn't matter. I played with little kids in Halo and I want to strangle them through the microphone. Had to mute half. I'm like, yeah, shut the heck up. They don't like play the game. They just kind of stand there in the corner of the map doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. I found this cheat to the map where you can get to. I don't want the cheat. No. I just want to win the round. So he was justified in cursing out that kid. And this is pre Negan style, but it was cute to see it sprinkled. Mm-hmm. His personality is, is still there. And his wife's like, what are you doing? And so he said, it's a teenager. And so. Um, uh, and and so later on, you know, she gets mad because he purchased. What did he purchase? A six hundred dollar leather jacket. A six hundred dollar leather jacket. Yo, oh, and then and then she had to bring the Fonzie things. What she said? Just cheap something about a Happy Days jacket. Mm-hmm. You and his Happy Days jacket, like wow. Yo, why he could be the Fonz? Hey, that's and that's she just was not like, right. I'm returning it. He said. I threw away the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> she got mad. He still saw her play the game. <laughs> so that, that, that was funny. But we later find out that she didn't throw it away. And, um, she hit it in a crawl space. Yeah, she hit it in a crawl space. And then, you know, apparently she had been feeling sick or something. But they've been going through some issues. We come to find out as she's talking to her friend. What's her best friend's name? Something. Daphne, Babs, something like that. Let's call her Babs. Her and Babs are on the phone and they're just talking and she's complaining and, and Babs is complaining about Negan, right? Yeah, and she's like, you know, he's like basically just a child, all grown up. And so she was like, well, yeah, but, you know, I still want to be with him. And then she was like, well, like that guy at the bar. And she's like, I told you, he deserved it. And she hangs up the phone. Yeah. And then since she was feeling sick, decides to go to a doctor and she tells him, I need you here to be with me. And drive me home. But he couldn't because he had he had to see his parole officer for parole officer after he beat homeboy. And so she went to the doctor by herself. And got the bad news that she had cancer. And so she made a couple of phone calls and who she called? Her friend. Babs. And then she called Negan. Yep. Neither one of them picked up. Nope. And then she called the parole officer and he said, I don't have him on my schedule for another two weeks. Oopsie. And then she pieced it together and she was real mad. Because she done found out. Did she pull the gun out the glove box? I don't remember, but I know she was toting some heat. Yeah. She turned on the radio. She was real. She slammed the radio on. And then we hear something about most of their victims are getting eaten or something. Yes, the dead were now beginning to walk. So this is now apocalypse. Pre-apocalypse and apocalypse all in one show. 
And so that was the beginning of it. And she finds out that she has cancer right at the beginning of all this stuff happening. And um, so she goes home. She drives home in her Mustang. And Negan comes in. He rolls up on his motorcycle. And it could have been one of those times when he would have said, Hey, Maggie. (laughs) He had that kind of look on his face like, Hey, Maggie. And then when he comes into the door, his wife is sitting up there with a hand on on a chair on that Coat 45 or whatever. It looked like it was Coat 45. She's about to put a hole in him or her. We haven't figured it out. But after she figured out that he was cheating, we kind of believe in, hey, shoot him, kill him. I got cancer. Blow my head off. Hmm. Shoot him, make it look like an accident so you can get some insurance. Yeah, but she got cancer. And now we're talking apocalypse. She might as well kill herself. insurance money will cover the cancer meds. Yeah, but it is the apocalypse. Okay, There's not going to be an start. You could have collected that before. I'm just saying. Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So. Um, so I, I was like, man, she really looks like she was giving him a second chance. Because yeah. she, had, she had the gun on the chair, like kind of underneath the table, so you wouldn't see it. Right. Slaps cancer pamphlets on the table and goes, I have cancer. Yeah. So I thought she was just like waiting for his reaction. No, she didn't just slap on the table. It's like she was playing poker. She threw her hand out there. It's like, pow, there it is. What you got? Show me what you got. And he's like, I was... He had nothing after that. And then she took her hand off the gun. And then we see Negan turn into... Not Negan turn to Negan, but we now see Negan in a whole different light. Caring for his wife, singing to her their favorite song, You Are So Beautiful even after she's bald and her hair has fall out and she's wearing crazy wigs. <laughs> then we get the wig montage. <laughs> You're laughing. What? Yeah, because all the wigs were good. Yeah, except for the red one they had in his head. That, that was, that was not good. It would have been funny if they just wore those outside. Ew. If it was a zombie apocalypse, you know, like, who cares? I'm going to put on a bunch of wigs, all different colors, and go outside. Yeah, so they hold up in the basement that's still unfinished, and um, they got a generator running the refrigerator but it's also attracting all the walkers one particular who seems to be knocking on their basement door like hello hello may i have some brains i'm a little bit hungry can i have some bread <laughs> some bread i want some bread a couple scones <laughs> a little pate of brain so and so She's like, you know, we got to take care of it. He's like, ah. No, I'll just turn the generator off and then go away. They always do. Yeah, but it, it came to the point where they had to go in and kill. Like, you have to do it. And he's like, I know. I just don't want to get used to it. Yeah, so he goes out in, in um, the pre-Negan fashion, but you still see his personality there. He comes out with a knife, a long, looked like it was a bread knife, and, and the walker. Hammer. And a hammer, and the and the walker roll up on him, and he missed with the hammer, didn't he? Or did he catch him with the hammer? Missed. He missed with the hammer, and then took the bread knife. Stabbed it in the eye, and it didn't get very far. Go ahead, go so ahead. It still, it was still walking. No, what did he say though? He said, "Really? really? <laughs> like really? You didn't die? Really? That was hilarious." Then Lucio comes out with the gun and goes, "Bow, bow!" Right across his face and into the walker's head. 
And we was like, oh, they got that gun again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it showed up. Of course, you were concerned that she is. I was like, that shot was pretty precise. It was. How did she know how to do that? I don't know. Maybe she was practicing to kill her cheating husband and her stupid best friend and then put one on her head. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's the end of days, man. I'm, you know, I'm killing everything. And so, um, during that time, the doctor had given them some medicine and how to do the medicine, administer the medicine. So he learned how to do, uh, I forgot what they call it, the whole cancer treatment thing. So he had to learn how to do it, something you would get in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so he's treating her with the cancer and the guy gave him the protocol uh, shortly after. And like, just in case something happens and he can be able to go out and find medicine from where else. And um, I think within those days, he heard tell of some rolling hospital that had uh, medicine. So he knew that that was in that that was out there somewhere. But um, so we after the, the montage, we, we have um, her giving him an anniversary gift. Go tell what the oh, anniversary oh, gift is. Go ahead. Before that, I'll let you he have. was searching for some gas in cars. Right. And he found some marijuana. Some old weed. Yes. Which like some some old like pre- bought it prehistoric home. He bought weed. It home and he was like, "Look what I found." <laughs> it's a it's a miracle marijuana. Yeah, that didn't turn out too well, actually. Well, it would help with her cancer. Right. But, but they did smoke it or do something, and it it cost them. Because they weren't awake to see that the the fridge had stopped running. So yeah. the ice inside the freezer had melted. And the chemo therapy, is it chemo? Radiation? I don't know. Whatever's in the bag was above freezing. Right. And so what happened to the medicine? It was bad. You no longer use it. Right. So um, he now had to go and find some medicine, and now this is where his memory of a floating or a roving hospital or clinic van was out there. But before that, she gives him an anniversary gift, and it is his leather jacket. Mm-hmm. And we went, oh! So I, I got to tell you, I cannot wait to see the fan reaction video this week for both this one and Fear. They're going to go bananas. I mean, we're probably going to have to get a dictionary for all the cuss words they're going to be saying. Because they're going to make up some new stuff. And so now we get the Negan jacket. It's like, oh, that's why that jacket meant so much to him. And so um, he goes on a hunt, but she's asking him, please don't leave. You know, just stay here. And he's like, nah, if I stay here, you're going to die. But if I go and I get the medicine, come back, then we can keep fighting this. And you can stay alive as long as we possibly can keep her. She was okay with that. She was like, just do my fighting for me. And I was like, no. Right. But he's like, no, no, we're going to sit here. We're going to take care of you. And and because I want you to live. But we know she had cancer. We're talking about post-apocalypse now. We know this is not going to happen. It's like with the king, um, Ezekiel. He's got throat cancer. It's like, there is no medicine for you. Yeah, but the king has always been in societies. What? Plus, he got his way after the zombie apocalypse started. Who? Ezekiel? Ezekiel, yes. Um, right, but still, we, we're still at the same point where there will be no drugs. But this is the beginning, so you may find drugs if you can get it. Really? So, 
I mean, where they're at now, if it's actually a good place. Yeah, we'll find out. So she gives him the jacket, and um, they were like, it, it was a, a good moment. And so when he get ready to go, she says the thing that you just said. He's like, no, we need to keep this going because I want you to live. I was going to say something, but you interjected with all that, and I totally forgot what it was going to be. It was something relatively important, but whatever. So he goes off on a hunt. He finds this clinic, and he takes the gun and goes to shoot the people, but the gun's unloaded, so clearly he ain't shooting nobody, and the doctor comes, and he gets cracked in his head with a bat. Drops him like a... And you know, the, the, what was really, really funny about this was that he was so weak. Yeah, he was already on the verge of passing out. Yeah, he was already on the verge of passing out, and we find out that he's dehydrated, he's malnourished, and he wakes up with an IV in his arm. I'm like, uh, what they about to do? But the if doctor... If was Tyler, he could just stop the drip. Yeah, right. So the doctor gave him some IV, and then he gave him some food to eat, and then he told him the whole story about his wife. He had a list of drugs he needed. So they go and they get the drugs for him. And then as he's on his way out, as the story actually happens, because we open up with him getting caught yeah. by some motorcycle gang people who wanted to know where he got this medicine from. So they're holding him up while he has the medicine to go back to give to Lucille so she can get better, beat the cancer, and then live forever in post-apocalyptic times. Yes. But on his way out from the doctor, we meet an old friend from the Saviors. Laura. Laura. And she was never seen again. Yes. Laura gave him a gift. Beta killed her. Laura gave him a gift because he didn't have any weapons. Well, she gave him, come on, tell her, tell her, tell her. She gave him the bat that she smacked him in that way. She gave him the bat. He's like, what? Is this, is this what you, is this what you hit me with? (laughs) And of course, everybody cheers on the inside. It's like, oh. It's Lucille. This is how he got Lucille. So he takes the bat as his weapon. And he gets caught by these biker dudes in some broke up bar. And they won't let him live. I mean, they won't let him release until he gives up the info. Long story short, he gives up the info. He goes home and go. Well, on his way out, because they kept him there. They're like, okay, we're going to keep you here. And if we find them and we come back and everything's good, you can go. So they lock him up in a closet. And um, they come back and they're like, okay, everything's fine. You can leave. On his way out, the RV with the doctors in it is sitting outside. And it sounds like people are getting murdered. And so he just, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to mind my business. I'm going to mind my business and I'm going to go home. I need to go home. So he gets on his bike and rolls away. And then he gets home. And the story, this is when it all goes downhill for him. Okay. Well, that was the point um, I was trying to get you to, but you had to go and tell everything. I was trying to get you just tell he went home. That's why I said, long story short, he did a little, and then you were supposed to just jump right in there and go. Anyway, now you didn't do that. There was a note on the door that said, please don't leave me like this. It's like, oh, see, she was telling you don't leave. But that's not what the note meant. Nope. I kind of already knew. So he opens up the door and there is 
Lucio, dead. She killed herself. Bag over her head and pills. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. She killed herself. Now, this lends to what I said earlier. She had the cancer pamphlets in the gun. Her husband was cheating with her best friend. I say she's going to kill her husband. She might have went out to kill her best friend, but I think I'm going to kill my cheating husband and kill myself since I got cancer. That's what I come away with. And then when I see the end where she ended up killing herself while he was out, that kind of lends credence to what I was saying. So anyway, so here's Lucille, and we see Negan melt. Almost like when we seen him in the prison when they broke him. They broke his little body, he started crying. <laughs> oh, that was so sad. Yeah. But she's sitting there with a bag on her head, and now he has to kill her. And he hasn't killed anyone yet. I mean, he failed in his attempt with killing the walker. But now he has to kill his wife. Right. Um, oh, 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 oh. The reason why she said don't get the medication is she started telling him the truth is that she knew about the cheating. And I guess in, in my mind, she was like, okay, don't do this. You know, you've, you've more than made up for what you did by being by my side all these years and helping with the cancer. So that's why she said, you know what? My fight's over. You can live this life for me. Mm -hmm. Which I think is what you said earlier, right? Yes. And so he's had to take the bag off her head and just sit there on the, on the side of the floor like, what am I gonna do? You know what he's gonna do. Burn up the house. Yeah. But it took a while. Well, you can't. You can't sell it now. And then we saw it change in his face. He put the leather jacket on, grabbed the bat, lit the house on fire, and walked off. Got some barbed wire too. And Lucille was born. And off walks the leather jacket. Did he have on red? Yeah. He had something red up under the jacket, right? He went out. So we had the black jacket, the red on, and the Lucille bat in his hand, and he went back to the bar. And in, 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 in beautiful Negan fashion, the guy, when he had him there, remember what he said to him about talking so much? Yeah. Good. Oh, um, he said, this time, you better hope I don't stop talking, because once I do, something bad is going to happen. Yeah, but I'm talking about what the guy said to him. He was oh. like, shut up or something. You talk too much. Oh, yeah. He was like, you know, before you were asking me to stop talking, but now you don't want me to shut up. No, you just repeat the same thing. I'm talking about when they had Negan tied up. He kept on talking and saying something. He, he was telling him. just told him to shut up. Yeah, he just told him to shut up. I said, because he said, you talk too much. And we're sitting up there watching TV. I'm going, we all know Negan talks too much. <laughs> that was always every time you see Negan speech like oh my gosh can you shut up and so he returns and then we get a Negan monologue before homeboy's death and he didn't walk around the bat on his shoulder but it would have been a great it would have been great to see Negan do that mm -hmm. and start his speech like little pig little pig let me in I mean he was already in yeah I know I was just like speech 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 he 
Do you have on your, I'm, I'm a self-edit, do you have on your pooping pants? You should, because this is a pooping time. Anyway, because this is a family show, we can't say the usual Negan line. And then he went on with the monologue and said to him, Lo, you know what? You better hope I don't stop talking. Yeah. And I'm going to say, although we're not advocating violence and blah, 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 that was a justifiable kill. Mm -hmm. But before he gets to him, all you can hear is, well, we saw the one hit. The one guy he bashed in the head with the bat. Then he walked off, and then we get to the inside. And all you hear outside is, ah, and guns shooting, somebody's getting beat up. He took out everybody before he got in and told his little speech before he put it into homie. Yeah. It was well-deserved. Very. And I can see the transition of how Negan was from this gym teacher guy to becoming what he was. I mean, he still had that leadership quality. Because when we see him with the saviors, as we've said so many times, is that he was able to lead the saviors because he had he had that sort of ability as a teacher, yeah, to teach and train people. So it would be very interesting to see how the saviors began. Mm -hmm. So that was great to see that and to see the uh, here Negan episode, which was great. It was emotional, a little tearful. We were happy. It was great. Yeah. You got anything else? No. All right. Next up, the John episode, The Door. If you have any questions or comments, or if you just want to say hello, you can reach us at whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. That's whitebeardandtk at gmail.com. And also, some good news is that you can catch some video clips of this podcast as well as our adventure videos on YouTube at The Whitebeard and TK Experience. That's right, The Whitebeard and TK Experience. Where you and can, well, you can subscribe now and click the notification bell to get all of the notifications so that you don't miss our official premiere on Friday. Woohoo! Talk to you soon. And just like that, we are back. Actually, not just like that, we are back. But um, as I said, magic. it was just, it's, it's magic, right? It's, uh, it's magic for you. It is magic. Um, so, yeah, in between the break and, and that short 40 seconds it took or so to give you the new info, I went and had a video job interview. Couldn't remember how to put my hat back on. I forgot how it was, so I just, it wouldn't have rolled right. And only those who are actually looking at this will see that. So the hat is different. And um, in that 40, 45, 50 seconds, well, ooh, the, the music has been added to it's like 50 seconds. You went out, uh, she uh, went and made some uh, navy bean soup. I just realized that, in that you, time. you look like Papa Smurf. Your mama looked like Papa Smurf. <laughs> so, so, we, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Why are you doing that? Stop playing. So, we, we, in an interview, she made some uh, navy bean soup during, during the 50 seconds that it took you guys to get back here so we can talk about John and um, the door. Uh, what else did we do? I got some Skittles. Nothing. 
and some Skittles. And so now we're back. It's like it was like we went through a whole. What do you call that? We we been time travel. We time travel. We bend time and space to bring you this quality episode. Yes. That even in the time that it took us to tell you about all the new stuff, we were able to zip back or forward in time to go and do that and put it over here. Unfortunately, because of the way, and I'm eating a Skittle, because of the way time and space works here on Earth, the episode is going to be late because, yeah. you know, time is, is, you know, when you get back to Earth time, Earth time is messed up. So, yeah, yeah. so that's how they work. Mm -hmm. Anyway, welcome back. So here we are. Season six, Fear the Walking Dead. We left off in episode seven. In episode seven, come, okay, first of all, let's start with season six. Season six, has, we have said, has started out and has been the best season so far, right? Uh-huh. I know you liked the earlier episodes with the drugged out boy who I didn't really like too much because he looked like a, a little rat. Why would you say that? He was. I know everybody liked him, but the kid still looked like a rat. Oh, are you emotional right now? Are you going to break down? No. <laughs> you did last night. Okay, I'm not laughing because... Yes, we, you are. No, I'm not because you know how I felt. We we both were watching this episode last night and it was um. It was not a good time. No, it was a horrible time. So, yeah, let's get back to... Season 6 has turned out to be one of the best seasons, I think, in all of Fear's history. The first three years... First of all, when Fear started out, I was like, this is kind of corny. And... I think what happened with fear is that they spent too much time trying to figure out what they're going to be as a show within the Walking Dead episode. You've heard Walking Dead universe, which is you've heard me comment on this before. So they're, they're like all over the page. And then they was like, OK, well, let's try to save the show and let's bring Morgan over as a crossover. But Morgan really didn't have that crossover appeal to drag the show up out of the hole. And then they killed off Madison, seemingly killed off Madison, because the the rumor is that when they do season seven, she's coming back because they're filming this episode out in the stadium, whatever. And then she said, you never did if they didn't find the body. Whatever. No. Yep. That's and true. so, in my opinion, when they started out this year, they started off kind of rough. You know, we left off with... Morgan shot and dead. They split up the new crew that he found, the new uh, the new family, as he called it now. And they split him up. And we got a new negan S type of villain in, um, what's her name? Virginia. In Miss Ginny. Miss Ginny. In Virginia. And, um, and Virginia twisted. Or, or so we thought. Right, or so we thought. So, and I, you know what? I kind of said this from the beginning. If y'all don't believe me, go back and check some of the episodes. But, and so that's how I was left off. And then we come back. Morgan's got this this new this new lease on life. He's like, you know what? I ain't going to be walking tall, Morgan, no more. I'm not going to be walking tall with 
you know, and quiet with a big stick. I'm not going to be walking at all because he got a, a truck. Yeah, he got a truck, snatched homeboy's hat, his coat, took his truck. Did he take his dog, too? Yeah. He took his dog, too, took his axe, broke it up, and then turned it into Morgan's morphed axe, axe, pole, Hakido pole, whatever it is. But, yeah, it's working. And so he's got a new lease on life. Morgan's not walking around like he floating on water going, be at peace with everything anymore. That's It's a new Morgan. And I like it. And, and the show, I think, went in a new direction. And, um, you know, one of my favorite characters that kept me coming to the show was when they brought on a, a couple of new characters, which was John. Yep. John Dory. And the lady, the nurse who would become his friend. And Jim. then his wife. June, and then there was a brother and a sister, played by, I forgot what's his name, who was in a wheelchair. And that was great stuff, because some of the old characters that they brought in that were new characters at one point, I could care less. I, I don't care about, what's her name? Rosita, it's not Rosita, right? The one they picked no. up before who was with the little, with the brother. Uh -huh. I don't like her. I've just never liked her character. And Reuben Blade's character has always seemed sort of, why is he here? Because he's this little sneaky dude. Yeah. But one of my favorite characters from the beginning is, who's our favorite character from the beginning? Our minds. John Dory. No, from I said from the beginning. beginning. I don't know. You'll hear this right now? How could she not know? The guy, Domingo, what is, what is his character he played? The dude who's always doing something sneaky and getting over. See. Oh man, I can't. It, I can't think. All of I can think of is his real name. Yeah. But he was my favorite from the beginning. It was always good when he was sneaking and conniving and get his way to do something. But yeah, so he was my favorite from the beginning. And then we now we're here. And we watch John. Meet what's her name. June. June and then him and June got together and they played this little thing John was some old western type guy who brought a nice feel to the show with his candies and his toothache and it was great and then June go ahead with June you liked June didn't you like June yeah yeah but I'm very upset with her right now why are you upset with June? Because everything that happened this episode was her fault. How so? Because if she would have just said, I'll go with you, none of this would have happened. Where was she going to go? To John's cabin. And then they were going to escape Virginia. Right. Why were they going to escape? How did all this happen? I almost choked to death on the skittle. It was raining oil. It's raining oil. Hallelujah, it's raining oil. She was oil. like, I can't go now. There are people that need me here. Well, yeah, it was raining oil, but they were they it were separated. Right, they were separated, and then uh, uh, Jenny, Virginia, had them all separate in these different places so she can use them. When she, when she took the team and broke them up, she had them sent all out to the outskirts, right? And so she left some working in the oil refinery, which way they found, and that was working out. And so that's where the girl whose name we can't remember, she was working in the oil refinery. And then 
you had what's her name because she had nursing skills working here and then they had she had John doing security work wasn't John doing security work he was a post-apocalypse cop in Lawton which I like to call Lawtown it's Lawton it's Lawtown Lawton 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 it's Lawtown no anyway so this is where we have them at and everything was going I was about to say everything is going up daisies, but I don't think that's the that's the It word. wasn't though. But it was. It wasn't. It wasn't until Virginia started doing Virginia stuff. And she started doing things and twisting people to her will by using people to do stuff. And so I think that how it ended up with John and with John and uh, 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 June in the same spot for a particular reason. I forgot what it was. And she was going to use June. And then an investigation happened because what happened? Why Why was there an investigation, which was ridiculous? Go ahead, tell the people. Tell them. Tell the people. Tell them. Because. Another woman who had a cabin. <laughs> Go ahead. Because that demon spawn little child <laughs> decided <laughs> that she was going to go kill somebody. But we didn't know this. We just know that a man died who was seeing another lady who no one knew they were seeing each other. And they were just someone in Lawtown. And all of a sudden he died. She gets picked up for the murder in which she said, I didn't murder. And John had to investigate. He said, you know what? I kind of believe her. They find homie dead. And the lady's going to jail for that. And John said, I believe her that she didn't do it. And so at one point, was he going to help her escape? Yep. He was going to help her escape because she wanted to escape. She had a she had a plan executed her where her brother. and the guy she was in love with were going to go to the place. Um, I forgot what episode it was. They were going to go to the place. And she had a cabin that had filled with all the stuff. She said, hey, John, we can go over here. We can do this. If I remember correctly. And then, now, what would you just say? And that Virginia executed her early. She did. She executed her early and... Is that when John left? Yes. That's when John left, when she executed the lady early and John got mad. I mean, if I remember correctly, in that episode, when they start out the episode... Virginia executed somebody and the lady... No, 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 the lady killed herself. And she's like, yeah, she's scared of something. And whoever she was scared of, we think that it scared Virginia. But then John left and he's like, I can't do this. He felt really bad. Then she brought in June, I think, to to soothe his little heartbreak at, from the from the oil thing. And because the oil blew up. And June is like, oh, John. And everything was working. And he ripped out his tooth. Yeah. Like, what's that movie I had you watch? Wilson. Stowaway. How does that have any correlation? Was it Stowaway? The tooth. Tom, Tom, Tom Selleck. Hanks. Tom Hanks had to knock out his own tooth. John had to knock out his own tooth. See how that works? Anyway, 
Um, yeah, because I have to swallow Can we fast the forward to the current episode that we're talking about and not the beginning of season six? Well, that wasn't the beginning of season six, but that laid the groundwork for we get to episode seven and then we get to hiatus. And now we come back and this episode is called The Door. And we have John sitting at the door. The door frame. Right. And this is old movie I saw in the seventy called The Spook Who Sat By The Door. He was just sitting by the door waiting. So John's sitting by the door because there ain't no door. And he's just picking off people. But first, we see the gun. And the Scrabble letters. And the Scrabble letters. And we're sitting here thinking, or I said after watching this, we should have shot a reaction video. What's spelled out in the Scrabble? Goodbye, June. Goodbye, June. And so we're yelling at the TV. No! He was going to kill himself. Like, why would you do this? Why? How did he get here? Because at the point before they left, that last episode before they left, John was saying, I can't go because he knew that June, he knew that Virginia was going to use June to against him to make him do what she wanted to do. So he said, June, let's go. I know of a cabin. Let's just go. And she decided she wasn't going to go because they need her help. And John was like... Okay, well, let's go back to a law town. And as the trucks and the cars start rolling by, we see the camera pan and John and his car just turns off and goes down a different road. So here he is by himself making her mad. Because mm -hmm. he's going to kill himself. Like, why? And um, how did he run into Morgan? He left, right? Yes. All right, he left because the dead kept walking up and, and up on the bridge. So he goes to the store and also to rent another video, which makes no sense because he was going to kill himself. I don't think he went there for that. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Come on. Um, and then he goes into the general store and he's like, I don't want no trouble, but if you want some, I got something for you. Oh, yeah. See, John, John, a bad man. Because he heard some noise inside. There, so I, like I walkers gathered around. I'm there. I don't want no trouble. You want some? I got some. So he goes inside, and then he finds Morgan and Dakota. Yes, Dakota, Dakota, and Virginia. The killer. <laughs> the killer. Um. Morgan popped stitch. On an old wound. Yeah, so he's laid out on the floor, half conscious, and um, half dead. And then a ranger rolls by and comes inside. Yeah! And so they're hiding, and they're like, You should have just killed him. And then John's like, I didn't have to. He was leaving anyway. I had to kill him because yeah. I'm that good. Nope. And I said that. Not to kill him because then if he doesn't check in, they're going to know something's wrong and they're going to come over there. True. And then you also notice something. Oh, I got two things because we forgot to talk about this with Negan. Did any of you notice that, what's his wife's name again, that Lucille was wearing, okay fans, Lucille was wearing a half moon t-shirt. 
And for y'all of you who do not know what a Half Moon t-shirt is, that was Bader's group. Bader, who's with the Whispers? That was Bader's group. He used to be a country singer, and the name of his group was Half Moon. And she was wearing a Half Moon shirt. That was so cool. So anyway, so she noticed, like, wait a minute. Why is Gon, John's, why is Gon's, why is John's guns backwards? And so I explained to the young Padawan, if you good, you good, you gunslinger, you good, you can have your guns whichever way you want. And so Gon, John's left side gun was high up on his hip and turned um, with, the, with the handle facing outward. And his right side gun was setting his holster lower on his hip, which he always shoots from his hip. And you see the episode, it opens up on him shooting from his hip, just like popping, knocking all the zombies down. And then he switches, he crosses over, which you can't do unless you're really that good. So John's good. And then, um, so yeah, like you said, I have to, I have to kill that man and you were totally correct. Because if he didn't check in, which we found out later on, becomes the issue. Mm-hmm. So go on. And he goes, you know what, why don't you come to my house? Who come to my house? Dakota and Morgan. Yes. I got a nice little cabin over here. Come on over here. Because they were trying to get back to Morgan's new town, and he wanted to have them, and said, come on up here. I can give you some supplies, and I can get you across the bridge. Get you across the bridge. And they're like, okay. But my car don't work. And then Morgan's like, you should come with us. You know, no, I ain't doing that. And Dakota's like, why do you need a door if you come with us? And he was like, well, because I'm not. And I'm just like. Yep. Morgan said, because he's not. And all leave right. the door. Right, so um, he, he wasn't going to go, and he was actually in the cabin with him and his daddy spent some time, and Morgan found an old picture trying to trying to use that as saying, well, just come with us, come with us, because you know this is family, you helped me with this family. When I was dying, you came up and you forced me to go over here and do this. He's like, I'm not going for it. I want my past to be the past, and that's it. I'm going to put the door on, the door to keep me in, to keep nobody else to keep me in. But whatever. He said, we need some stuff for the car, so they... Because they got shot up by another ranger after Morgan got dragged. Again. Literally. Drag. Old western um, style rope around the neck, drag you in the back of the horse. Which is like, <laughs> that reminds me of slavery. <laughs> I knew you was going to go, it's racist. But, but anyway, yeah. So that, That's what I was thinking when I first, I was like, wait, really? Really? No, nah, I've seen western movies. Everybody got dragged See, that me, way. I would have taken Dakota because that's who you're looking for, right? Boom. Got it. Leave. So the killer, um, Dakota, we, so they go over there, he, he helps them fix up the car and says, you know what, we gonna need them doors afterwards. So John goes and get the door, they hooked up the door like a snow plow and they got the truck fixed up, an old truck that belonged to him and his dad that his dad was gonna fix up. And then we find out that his dad never showed up. And so that's the truck he fixed, an old Chevy. So they go across the bridge, they're plowing through, they're plowing through. And then for all those overlanding people out there, um, I was like, man, I wish we we had a, a which we were doing this because then I would, you know, where's the where's the, uh, what is it the Max tracks? <laughs> Where the Max tracks? Because it was a walker stuck and the wheels kept spinning. Okay, here's the thing: you use Max tracks to get you out of a ditch and whatever. So, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, say your piece. You're just ready, aren't you? Anyway, they're killing walkers, and then 
John has to get out, go under the hood, and fix a car in the middle of the sea of walkers. He fixes it, he's still on the hood, and he says, step on the gas. And Dakota's like, hold on. She presses on the gas, runs into the rail on the side of the bridge, walkers go flying, everything is good. Everything is great, it is a-okay. And then he goes, okay, we just need this clip that fell off and then y'all can go. So they go and look for the clip. They find the clip. We're having a moment of silence right now. Yes. So they find the clip and they start talking as a walker was about to attack and then they grabbed Dakota and then she pulls out a knife and stabs him in the head. I'm like, okay, it's a knife, whatever, right? Knife. Everyone has a knife. Yeah. Common weapon these days. It's a knife. That's right. I carry a knife. It's a pretty cool knife. It's kind yeah. of beat up. Yeah. It's got a chip in it. Looked like the the, the tip was was a was a marble handle knife. It was pretty cool. It was kind of white. But a piece of the the handle was broken. She goes, oh, "No, it's good. I, no, I got it. I got it. It's fine." No worries. What 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 you doing? What you trying to hide? She steps out the way and he goes, you killed the ranger. That's right. Little Dakota, who now you have lovingly called her. The what? The killer. The killer. The psycho killer. Killed the guy. And John was like, what? And she was like, uh. He was I, like, what? I couldn't let him tell her, tell my sister the way I was getting out of Walden. I was like, right. Ah. Now, the part that you just missed is, she was getting in and out of Lorden. She was trying to escape from her sister who she thinks is crazy. And that was her way of getting in and out and all the other stuff. And so... Um, she kills the guy so he doesn't go and tell that she had a way to get out, which makes no sense. So then John goes as the cop he is and asks a question, and she says, well, he, he, she killed him because she knew that her sister was not going to let her go down for the crime. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we begin to see the wheels turn, and we understand something about Little the Killer. And at this point, she has a gun in her hand because John gave her a gun. Yeah. One of his guns. Yep. As she was driving, he was like, if things get a little hairy, just use the gun. The gun that his daddy gave him. The one she shot the walker that was about to eat his brain with through the car window. Um, So she's armed. He's like, it's okay. Just put down the weapon. It's okay, little psycho. Put down the gun. It's okay. You don't want to shoot me. a little bit backing up towards the edge of the bridge where the rail is. And he was talking about earlier how if you die and your death has no meaning and your life has no meaning. And then she goes, I can't let you tell my sister. He's like, well, ho, 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 ho. I can't let you ruin this for me. I can't let you 
let the cat out the bag that I kill, homie. No, and no, 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 no. Now this is when we got to go hold on, little buddy. He said, no, nah, I won't, I won't, I won't tell nobody. I won't tell nobody. You could be my reason for living. <laughs> you can be my lucky charm and I can be you. And she says, no, nah. can't, can't, can't take that chance. And a little... Bow. Psycho shoots John Dory. And the then, best character that has been on this show for a long time. And then says, it doesn't have to mean anything. Yeah, your death don't have to mean nothing. I'm sitting there, not, your pushes, death don't need to mean nothing. And pushes him off the rail on the same shoulder that she just shot. And he falls into the water. I told you she was going to push him. I told you she was going to push him. Little daggone psycho. And it's funny because the whole entire time she was talking, she started out nice. And then you could just see the twisted psycho brain working in her head. Her facial expressions changed. Her voice changed. The way her accent was moving was changed. And I'm like, oh, snap. Virginia is not the crazy one. The sister is. Virginia is just power hungry. That's the reason why she had she let June push her around after she got her arm cut off. Fix it, fix it, fix it. <laughs> she chopped off her arm, and now you know June's like, make this happen. Oh, I can make that happen, and then she's like, okay. Because little sister's the nut job. He falls into the water and he's floating. He's floating to the bottom. I'm like, that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. But, 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 we saw, he, he had his eyes open and he saw his daddy's picture with him and him, with him and his daddy when he was little that Morgan found for him and, and it was floating up. the river. He, he grabbed swims it. Up. He swims up and he says, it's not too late. That's right. Because his daddy always says it's not too late. To a door. A door. Floating in the water. The door he picked up to put on his door. to Morgan. And Morgan's like, what'd you do? She was like, well. And Morgan figured out that she killed him. She said, you're going to take me to your place. Just like you were going to before. And I said, no, we ain't. We're going to kill her, man. And at this point, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you, I'm screaming at the TV right now. I'm screaming at the TV right now. I'm screaming at the TV right now. And I'm asking where Carol at. Because Carol ain't got no problem with killing kids. That twisted, crazy girl. Just look at the flowers. Bang, right in the back of her head. We need Carol. Because Morgan, shoot that child. And she ain't even as young as the girl who got killed on the walk. Did she need to go? Well, people do things like this now. That's how my sister does what she does so that we can get things done and we can get... No, no, you crazy. And he hops on the radio. On the walkie-talkie. And goes, Virginia. John just fell into the water and your sister shot him. You need to find him. I'm trying to find him, but you better find him. Because if I don't find him, you better find him or else there's going to be some problems. He didn't say all that, but I'm saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. You know why? Because I'm disturbed. And Virginia and June are in his cabin, are in John's cabin. And they're looking up and down. And June's like, you need to get on the radio and tell your rangers to go and look for my husband. Because... Yeah, because Morgan said that he was floating down river, headed towards where they were, and said, get him some help, you get him some help, you help him, and then we can talk about your sister. And then um, 
John comes floating up right in front of no, his door. Before that, though. What happened? Morgan also said on the walkie-talkie, he was talking to Alicia. No. He was talking to Dwight. And he was like, you need to rally the troops and get Sherry. Oh, yeah, because we're going to need some more firepower. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so John... Oh, oh, wait. Did he say that because he killed... Dakota and know that the sister was gonna come up because if the, if if Dakota's alive and he give her up, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Because he said they're gonna bring the fight to their doorstep. They may bring the anybody. fight back to their home. What? He didn't kill anybody. How we know he didn't kill her? He may say, "Okay, I killed your sister," and know that she's gonna come find. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and John washes up on the door. Up on the shore. Seemingly unconscious. And June runs out, and she's like, John! But he wasn't unconscious. He started moving. John! He heard her voice. And he woke up. He reached out for her and her love. For her brain. For her love. For her brain. He looked right at her like, I love you, June. No. He was a walker. Thank you. I got a bullet right here. Can you pull this out? He was a walker. He was a walker. And June just sat there for a good 10 seconds before she decided to stab him. Because she was like, oh, wait. I'm about to die. And I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, you know what, you don't even get to be mad about this because it's your fault. If you wouldn't have said, I need to stay here, if you would have just went with him, he wouldn't have been trying to kill himself. He would have been fine because he would have been living with you. Now the producers say about what the door had all these double meanings and, and this and that and the other. And he did say something fascinating, which was that he washes up on the same, on the same shore in front of the house where... Because um, they were doing this full circle thing where June did when she washed up and then he helped her. And so now here it is, John at the same spot, at the same cabin, and then she comes to help him. Unfortunately, they killed him. So now when they kill him, I'm yelling at the TV. I'm yelling at the TV. The neighbors may think that we're crazy. I don't really care about my neighbors. But I'm yelling at the TV. They're like, what the heck? Why would they kill John? Why on earth would they kill John? I could do without the symbolism. I don't care about the symbolism. Why the heck you kill John? Why? I'm never watching an episode of Fear the Walking Dead ever again. You're done. I told him I'm done with this show. I hate every writer. I just write. I went in there in the fan, the little fan thing. I was a fanboy. He's like, listen to me. I'm typing angry. I put angry faces. I put heated angry faces. I am done with this show. I am done with this show. Why would you kill John? And here's what I'm thinking. Maybe they're betting on season seven that they're going to bring Morgan back. But here's the whole thing. Although Morgan was a nice character, she was basically the female Her Rick. Name isn't Morgan. Not Morgan, um, Madison. She was basically the female Rick. And we all know what Rick did, right? Rick was shooting, killing, and dragging people and taking over. She was kind of the same way, except for she had a family. She was a woman, so she did it like I wanted. Except she didn't have that, I'm going to kill you. Maybe not today. Maybe, maybe not, not tomorrow. tomorrow. But, you know, rest assured, it's going to happen. Yeah. She was just like, here, take this pile of corn. Yeah. For your medicine. <laughs> right. And so the show really was kind of weak. And so you killed this not only beloved character, but one of the best off the show. I felt it in my heart. How you coming back? Felt it in your heart? You was crying. I was. 
I wasn't crying, but I was seriously emotionally messed up and I was angry. I've never gotten that angry about a TV show in a long, long time. And that was crazy. That me and mommy was upset about something. I can't remember what show it was, but like, why would you kill him? Are you banking on you bringing Madison on? That's just not going to work. I saw somebody talking about the death of Lucille was so heartbreaking. Lucille died 13 years ago. Yeah. She was already dead before the show started. Yeah. <laughs> we, we never even seen Lucille, so, unless you read the comic books. I mean, it was, it was, it was, a, it was an emotional, sad scene. It was. But, but not like this. I was not emotionally attached to Lucille. Yeah. I didn't feel so bad when, you know, what's his name had to shoot his mother in the prison. No. I mean, that was emotional. But she was kind of a weak character anyway. That was, why you had to go that route? Because it's the truth. Right. That didn't that didn't really do anything to propel anything back and forth. She couldn't even stand up to her boyfriend that wasn't her boyfriend. With her husband right there. Yeah. Your husband is here now and you still you need to talk to Shane. No, you need to talk to Shane. You're the one that slept with him. When Gillen got his head bashed in, another nice character. But I have moved on now. I've had time to cope. Yeah. But John, I'm like, why? Now, I know they may think that this propels a character. Obviously, this is when you're talking about writing standpoint. This is going to change June into what? I don't know. I don't Make know. Make see that she cannot live at peace with Virginia. Maybe. I don't know. But it wasn't Virginia. It was Virginia's sister who did this. Exactly. So I'm saying the whole Dakota need to die. Both of them. Take them both out. They both need to die. Somebody need to take over Virginia because she's weak anyway. Right at this point, her whole structure is weakened. She's already been attacked, and they've proven that her whatever her reign is, whatever she's doing out there, her rangers, that they got a weak point and they could be beaten. But I mean, at this point, I kind of feel bad for Virginia because she hasn't actually killed anybody. No. Will I go out on a limb and say that I am a Virginia apologist, like I said with Negan? No. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, I can't. You've all, she well, she did see. I can't do that because she did kill that girl. Right. I, I do like Virginia. I do like Virginia as a villain. She's right up there with Negan and the governor. More like the governor. She's she's a little twisted. Sick. She's a little twisted person with a with she's power hungry. She's <laughs> Virginia's twisted. The governor but I like, her. like a different type of sick. Now, why did she say that Virginia wasn't going to let her go down for the murder? Because that's her sister? Mm-hmm. Remember we heard the story about the family and something with the father and some other nonsense when they were talking in a taxidermy's house and both of us thought something was wrong with her story? Mm -hmm. Like maybe Virginia killed the parents? Her father well, something she like... She said that Virginia killed her parents. Right. But did Virginia kill the parents or did she kill the parents and Virginia took over the thing? If like Virginia I just... killed the parents, then Virginia's just trying to... Because then if, if Virginia did kill the parents, then I'm thinking Dakota covered for her. And so Virginia's now like, okay, let me protect you. But if not, it's kind of... I, I feel like I'd be like, well, if I don't protect her, she might kill me in my sleep. I don't know, but Dakota need to go out like the girl with the flowers. She need to die. No, she had a peaceful death. She need to die because she's twisted. And then after that, she's going to tell Morgan, oh, you going to take me to your place. 
Uh-huh. Like you promised you was gonna look. Yo, girl, no, 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 girl. I think anyone should more should murder Dakota. I think we should just release her into a herd of walkers. Nah, she need to go. You know what? She need to go out like a Negan style. Chain her to the fence. <laughs> Remember when Negan had to chain to the fence? Damn, Let them guess. chomp on her, and she just hang out there in the sun. Chomp, 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 chomp. She got to go down. She has to go down for this. And Morgan cannot sit there like a little tiny wimpy dude and be like, I'm going to keep her safe. Go check on him. And then after you find out that he dead, let her sister live. She's just a kid. No. No. Nah. She a teenager. The girl who Carol killed was a kid. So she of the age of death. I vote... For the killing. It's, I, 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 I was at a loss for words last night. I mean, we're talking now, but I'm still at a loss. I have, I don't understand. I don't understand. Out of all the people. I just want them to be like, psych, we were just kidding. They could have killed off what's her face. The one with the truck in the videos. Ow. I would have been hurt. Why would you say that? I would have been hurt. I may have shed a little tear. But also, we, that, but we still had John. That red flannel, the owl the, had the, on. The owl was this episode. That was yeah, not a, that, was yeah not that, uh, mm. that was not a fit. Yeah, you got like a lumberjack. God. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, there was that, and you were talking about how she she looked better with her vest on, but then there was yeah, I've um, never seen Alicia. her without the tactical vest on. But then there's Alicia with her little bolero jacket-looking thing with her little holsters, her little holster. <laughs> they all need to find some new clothes. Yeah. Go up in Virginia's closet. She got some stuff. Take that. Hey, Morgan got a new outfit. He took it off the guy who came to kill him. <laughs> he killed him, took his talk, took his axe, took his hat, took his clothes, took his truck. Rob your enemies. I love the new Morgan. But I am seriously, seriously hating what's happening right now. And I guess I'm just going to have to sit tight and wait till next Sunday and see where this second season of Fear is going. But at this point, I really don't even want to watch it anymore because I'm angry. I, I am really, really angry. I don't understand what happened with the John thing, man. Me either. Someone must pay. I agree. Someone must pay. Okay, well, let's wrap this up and get out of here. So, peace. Peace. Out, homie. Later. See ya. All right, so. Arvivor. We we will catch you in a little bit. Not on the flip side. What? Not on the flip side. Sometimes the flip side means death. And I'm not about that right now. I'm good. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever.